Hey, 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 welcome to the Road to Self-Discovery, the podcast where we learn, we grow, and become our best selves. I'm your host, Kimonique Powell. Stay tuned on the other side of the break. On today's episode, I wanted to touch on the topic of indecision for many reasons. Because, of course, indecision has been one of the things that has kept me from moving forward with this podcast, having so many topics, but just can't deciding on what next to share with you guys. So, yeah, I'm going to touch on indecision. Pretty self-explanatory. It's the opposite of decision. In other words, it's your inability to make a decision and to make a decision quickly. So for me, I've always struggled with indecision from simple things like deciding what to wear to deciding on uh, what food to get from the menu to more important life decisions like choosing a life partner, deciding on where to live, etc. I have struggled. Yeah, a constant, constant struggle. Everything from those simple things put me into a steel tailspin. So let me give you an example. It's a big decision, right? So <laughs> I was trying to decide on where to live just the other day, right? And clearly I I gave it some thought. I had a budget in mind. I had an idea of what my space needed to be like. I have all of that, right? And because I know that I'm a person who it might take me a year <laughs> to finally make that decision. And obviously, a year is going to be like too long, way, way overdue, right? So I thought about all of that. And in a bid to prove myself or prove to myself that, yeah, you can make this decision. You know, I made a, <laughs> a rash decision. But yeah, we'll pick up on this story a little bit more as we as we proceed. So I've already outlined what indecision is. And let me give you a disclaimer. I'm not saying that you should rush the important decisions in your life because those decisions, obviously, they require valuable time to think about it, to gather the information and to weigh the facts. So don't be, don't be mistaken. Those things definitely need to be considered and given much thought, right? The problem is when indecision has put you in a position where you feel stuck, right? So the question that you might be asking is, how long is too long? Of course, I can't decide that for you. But I told you in my last episode about that built-in compass, your intuition. So it tells you, when too long is when when <laughs> too long is just too long right so for me like doing a podcast and taking three months to decide on what episode to upload come on man my intuition is telling me that that is way overdue and if i allow myself to continue on that path where i'm stuck with making a decision then that is ultimately going to prevent me from um, that outcome or getting to that end goal where I need to be. So as long as you're feeling that inkling that you're taking too long, your intuition is telling you that, hey, this is a decision that I should have made a long time ago, then yeah, that's definitely too long. 
now that we've outlined what indecision is, the other question I think that that should be lingering on your mind, that is on my mind, is so what is indecision causing us? Why do we then need to overcome indecision? What is happening with indecision? So for me, personally, when I can't make a decision, I worry. I worry a lot. I don't mean a little bit, you know. I mean my entire day is consumed with worry. Oh my God, what is going to happen, etc. Worry, in turn, creates stress. Unnecessary, undue stress. In so doing, leads to sleepless nights. So, yeah, I'll tell people, uh, insomnia, that's like my thing. But yeah, it's, it's coming from somewhere else. It's coming from worry. In my case, I'm worrying a lot. I'm not sleeping. And then that has ripple effects on your body. It has ripple effects on your mind. So we're not talking about your body, you know. You look popped down. You don't stay good. But can you don't sleep? Yeah, you get some bags on the eyes. Physically, you're not in the best shape. Right? So those are the things that it can do to you. And for me, one of the things that I've realized is that indecision creates unhappiness, unease. And for me, success equates happiness. So if I'm not being happy because I'm struggling to decide, then I'm ultimately not getting to success, what I want, which is inner happiness, inner peace, joy in any situation, no matter where I'm at to be content, to be happy, right? So those are some of the problems that indecision has created for me. I'm not saying indecision is the only factor in it, guys, but it adds up, right? So now that we have outlined what indecision is and we've identified how it affects us mentally, physically, the next question becomes, how do we overcome indecision? Well, before I even get to that question, I think I missed a very, very important element of the whole discussion, and that is understanding some of the root causes of indecision, right? So for me personally, one of the things that I've recognized that has caused me to not be able to make a decision on a simple matter in life is definitely not having that trust, that confidence in myself. So... You know, you make a decision, you know, and it's 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 pretty simple. But the, the mere fact that you do not exude that level of confidence in who you are. And sometimes it com- it's coming from a place where you don't know who you are. Or more so from a place where even if you know who you are, you don't accept the person that you are and the decisions that you're making. Right? So you tend to favor another person making the decision it's almost like you default the decision you give it to somebody else so if i go back to the situation with the house that i was telling you about you know i'm supposed to be making a decision concerning that even though i am the person who is going to be living there you find that because i know or because i have conditioned my mind to think that i cannot make the this kind of this important decision concerning my life or i cannot do it alone then i solicit the opinion of others and then sometimes causing the opinion of others to take 
a, a, a sort of authoritative position over my own opinion on the matter, right? So that's one of it. So the, the point is you doubt yourself and in some cases you do not know who you are. And even if you know who you are, you've not accepted the person that you are. You're not confident in the, 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 the thoughts that come to mind etc so that's one of the main one of, one of the main reasons that i've discovered in my life that causes me not to decide and to decide quickly another element that leads to or another um uh what do you call it <laughs> another reason why people struggle with um to decide is because there is that fear of what other people will think so again, it co it's coming back to some of the things that I would have mentioned in the episode on self-doubt. You're so concerned about what other people, how they will feel. So you're constantly in that thug of war between like pleasing everybody else and making a decision concerning you that is important to you. Right? So that is another reason why we we, we are, we're struggling to decide. The other thing is that sometimes you just don't know how to make a strategic decision. So as simple as somebody saying to you, weigh your pros and your cons. Writing down, making that clean list. I'm supposed to make a decision about getting married or not get married. My reason for getting married is that I value companionship. At a certain stage in my life, I want to know that the people that matter most to me, they are around me. So having not just familial relationship, but ha having romantic relationship, that's very important for me. And, you know, I want to have children, etc. So that could be your reason for wanting to get married. The other reason that you probably you don't want to get married is that you're somebody who values your alone time. You are, you just, you're just about yourself. You don't want to involve anybody in that decision. I want to up and leave tomorrow. I feel like I want to go to Italy, you know. I don't want to have to consult with anybody to tell them what I'm doing or wanting their opinion or anything for that sort. And that is more important for you to be in your own space. Having that is more important to you. But even when you have that pros and your cons list, if you haven't recognized, if you are in doubt or if you don't know who you are, it becomes problematic because then you can't understand the bottom line and what is of value to you. So it makes no sense because if, if you don't understand why XYZ is important to you, and when I'm saying XYZ is important to you, you have to, it, it comes from that deeper understanding of self and it has to be innate. It can't be because society say said to me that um in terms of living, Kim, you're supposed to be living in a posh era, you're XYZ age, you have accomplished this in life, you've accomplished that in life, and so the next logical step is to be here. Because truth be told, I might not be in a position to afford it, but if I'm caught up in that mindset of wanting to demonstrate, of wanting to fit into that mold, that box that the society has created for me, then I'm in dire trouble because I will then make a decision to go here 
and literally have no money to save. So you don't even know what is important to you. It's saving or living in a place where everybody can look at you and be like, she's living the high life, right? So those are some of the reasons that I have identified that has led to my own struggle with making decisions, right? So of course, if you're going to talk about how do we get past a stage where we're struggling to decide, especially on matters that are not so trivial. So it, it's, it's not life and it. It is not an important life decision per se. Or even then, how do we get past the struggle of making big decisions in our lives? Right? So, obviously, you have to get to know yourself. Get to know yourself. Get to know the bottom line. Understanding who you are. Understanding what is important to you. As I rightfully said, not what society thinks, but that inner person. Why am I doing this? You know? For instance... I go back to something something personal again. Like I am a very slender person, right? So I, I don't, I'm not thick or anything, but I'm from a family that values a curvier woman, right? So for me now, going home and not having that ideal body size, I was told, you're too skinny, you're not eating any food, etc. And, and I took it on my head and I took it personally. So when I consumed my food, I was like, I want to gain weight. And it has nothing to do with me, you know. It just has to do with the fact that I'm trying to please the people around me. Of course, that kind of mentality needs to be laid to rest because that that now becomes i'm doing something because somebody else wants it you know when you find yourself in that position you have to begin to introspect and introspect for me i ask myself question you know guys so kim why do you think that is important and if i say it, it is important because it looks good for instance i say curves important because you know it makes you look good in your clothes and whatever and where did i get this idea from where is it coming from? I then proceed to ask myself questions like that. So we have to have the conversation. No matter how difficult it is, no matter how hard it is, we have to have that conversation to be able to arrive at who, who we are really. Another thing that I've been doing to help me to understand and to have the conversation with myself is to journal. There is beauty in writing down how you feel and what is in your head. When you write it, it's almost like it's an ongoing dialogue and an ongoing conversation. Sometimes I'll go back to days when I made a journal entry and I'll check against like last month versus this month and see how I'm feeling. How has things changed? Have I progressed in the way I'm feeling? Am I going back and forth? That kind of helps you to see the direction of your mind. So it gives you some sort of clarity moving forward obviously the other way of overcoming indecision is gonna come from making that that list so knowing your options and even in a situation where it can be i find that for me if i just have two choices 
And if the choices are like somewhat remotely identical, it then becomes even more difficult. For instance, if I apply for some jobs and I have just two jobs to choose from, I want a job that has an excellent corporate culture, a job that pays well, a job that provides the opportunity for mobility. So the two job options that I've been offered, I'm given both. The decision is like neck and neck, so it's even more difficult. So what that requires is that you're going to dig deeper into your list. So obviously, there is something else if you if you start to think about it. So for instance, I want to be around people who are going to motivate me, people who are going to inspire me, people who are not so... um caught up in this dogmatic kind of world i mean people will be people but i mean you want to have at least a space where you're able to identify that oqp that group i call it only quality people you want that so you have to do further research into those companies or if you have a third option that makes something else appeal to you then it is easier. So if, if it is a decision that you have to make and you can make it outside of just either or, it is good to always throw that third option in the mix. And again, making your decision, your pros and your cons list is coming from a place of understanding who you are. Rational choice as well, but also an understanding of the person that you are. I think I've captured <laughs> a lot of it. But also, before, before I go, oh guys, oh my God, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. In making our decisions, there are also some important caveats that we need to outline. And an important thing is to understand those intervening variables. So it's not that easy to make a decision because sometimes you can say, for instance... I know exactly what I'm going out for in my case with trying to find somewhere to live. I knew exactly what I was going for. But then there was that intervening variable, a third variable, which was a landlord. So I was introduced to this lady, loved her. Very nice lady, etc. Had on my list. I want a space. I want somewhere that has enough room. So because I'm trying to declutter decluttering your spaces in part contributes to decluttering the mind right so i'm like i want somewhere that has enough space uh i want a window very important for me i want a window because i want something to look out of as basic as it sounds guys i want something to look out of something that i can be creative letting some air you know we're in lockdown and if we're not going out, our <laughs> lockdown kind of easing. But, you know, for the past year, we've been mostly in lockdown. So if you don't have that sort of space where you can breathe, where you're, you can look out, be creative, open your mind and so forth, then you literally feel like you're trapped, right? So I had that on my list. But then I met a landlord, excellent lady. And then it was a basement apartment. She kept the place clean. The space was there, everything. 
rather than going back to this whole concept of the window is on my thing and I know why it's important, I'm doing research, I need that space to think and all. I need that window so I can breathe. I was opt to take the property because I fell in love with the landlord forgetting that that important thing was on my list. And that's it, guys. We have to sell ourselves on our opinions, on our ideas, or we risk falling into the hands of the wrong seller. Because you have some people out there who can sell anything. When I say anything, I mean they can sell you anything. They can sell you another arm and you already have two. And you think that you need that third arm. So we have to be sold on our decisions or we risk falling into the trap of the seller. Another thing that we also have to be mindful of is the environment within which we make our decisions. Kind of hard to explain, but I'm going to use an example that I came across. I was listening to Benjamin Zulu. He's like a relationship coach out of Kenya, one of my faves. And he was talking about some of the reasons why women find themselves in relationships, marriages, that are not in their favor. And he was saying that some women make a decision on, on, on a man that she's supposed to spend her life with after sleeping with that man. To use Benjamin's word, he said, important decisions are made in the boardroom, not the bedroom. Important decisions are made seated, not lying down. So the essence of it is that, you know, seated or in the bed is talking about that being too comfortable, being too relaxed, too relaxed that you miss some of the red flags. Being seated is when you have all of your faculties intact. So everything has become, uh, everything is now clearer. So we need to have that clarity of mind. And when I say being mindful of the environment, I'll, I could also take it a bit further and say if you're in a position where you're supposed to be making a decision, tough decision, and for whatever reason, you're, you're just struggling or it could be that they're telling you this and you're just too many things weighing in on that decision. It's important for you to step aside and to give yourself some breathing room to think. Sometimes you can just stop thinking about that specific decision for a moment, find something else to do. Something relaxing or just something else to get your mind off of it. Because what you find is that when you step away from your decision, having relaxed, recuperated, gathered your thoughts, then you're coming back with a fresh perspective. You have something new to add to it. Okay, <laughs> I think this episode, I have taken it way like overdue in terms of timing. So I'm going to wrap up. I, I, I talked about indecision, defining it as ultimately the opposite of making a decision. But I also wanted to, and I think it's important to add that indecision is a decision. It it's really is a decision, you know, because if you don't know nothing about it, you've made a decision not to do anything about it, if you get it, right? But indecision is not a wise decision. 
In fact, it is the enemy of progress. In my case, I've seen it. I'm seeing it where it is happening. It's the enemy of progress. So we need to overcome that. We've looked at what indecision is causing us for me. Stress. Worry. Has physical effects. So on your body, it's obvious that you're struggling. Then we look at some of the reasons why we're struggling to decide. To which I'll narrow it down to one in this, this, this um, recap. Which is ultimately not trusting yourself and not knowing, not knowing who you are. And even when you know who you are, not trusting, not selling yourself on who you are. And your ideas. And in terms of overcoming it, it has to come to a point where we know who we are. We make that pros, that cons list, we sell ourselves on it. Because if we don't, then intervening variables will come in. People that will tell you something that causes you to throw everything that you believe, everything that you know, out the window. So you have to be firm and steadfast in your opinion, your thought process. And also you have to be mindful of your environment. On that note, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode. And I hope that if you, like myself, have um, is struggling to decide, then this information has helped you in some way. Until next time, walk good. <laughs>